Now, we're going to continue talking about another topic, which is how would we describe okay. our sex life? Oh, God, yeah. Okay, first of <laughs> all, Miss Anna has actually told me a story, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Still related with her volunteering activity. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in La La Land, right? In La La Land, <laughs> let's just admit it, right? And this is also the reason why uh, we created this podcast because mm-hmm. l- not a lot of people are, um, let's say, open-minded enough to talk about this mm-hmm. stuff. But All basically, that, you know? yeah. But basically, a lot of people are dying to know about this. But mm-hmm. it's either they're going to be shamed when they're talking about this in public mm-hmm. or they're just shy. They're just too shy yeah. to like start the conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think it has something to do with the label of, for example, if women are talking about this, they're going to be called slutty. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so it's like it's like circulating in a very exclusive uh, circle of friends mm-hmm. usually. And I realize not a lot of people are lucky enough to have that um, supportive kind of exposure as well. Yeah, supportive, you know, environment to live and also to talk about these issues. So sometimes mm. people have to like suppress the these yeah this um you know um, needs and these needs and desire to yeah, like that's true, especially you know uh, we live in a country. Mm-hmm. that has very specific expectations yes. when it comes to gender roles. So be, they, it, be it culturally or religiously. Yeah. yeah, so especially when it comes to women, for example, you know, because yeah. I identify myself as a woman, there are usually, there has been these circulating stereotypes that women are not supposed to be as, you know, sexually active or, or even it's not supposed to be as horny as men you know yeah there's always this stereotypes that men are the one who is in charge of the sex and supposed and women, to know about it and they're yeah, yeah. And, and women are supposed to be just you know the passive object where the man can you know fucking do you know <laughs> like like we're not exactly an agent in the whole activities of sex yeah. So I feel like so, it's very important. And that's what you experience as well in mm. this charity group, right? Yes. Yeah, in, in this volunteering activity. So Miss mm. Anna actually told me that when she opened up to this, like, friends from the volunteering activity, she told me that she kind of received um unexpected reaction. If oh, I might maybe say. actually even expected. Because oh, they expected. wouldn't, you know, like, I feel like, in this country, I'm so used to people. Mm. Feeling, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. Like people frown upon things when I told them that. Oh, yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sexually active. So you know? it's not like, an not... it's not an unexpected reaction, but it's yeah. like um uncomfortable reaction. I yeah. think we can say like maybe that... like a microaggressions, maybe. Yeah, to because... a certain extent, yes. Yeah. So but like just just. Just as a disclaimer, it's mm-hmm. not everybody in that circle, though. Like, I also knew some people who might be open. But, you know, unfortunately, just like any other groups, there's still going to be some people who are not, you know, aware yet, who are not there yet in terms of understanding that yep. women also have, you know, minds and souls and sexual needs, you know. Yeah, and I think it has been entrenched for too long. 
That's true. Uh, culturally yeah. and religiously, and also as a context, right? This La La Land is quite <laughs> strong in terms of practicing the beliefs of cultural practices and also mm-hmm. religious beliefs. So, yeah, you can imagine how women have been deprived of yeah. their own ability to define who they are, mm-hmm. because they are always told. Who they are by yeah by the by these, like, anything anyone <laughs> yeah by like these um people who Scriptures, are yeah. taking advantage of the situation right yeah. so yeah I guess it's going to be right for Miss Anna to talk about it since Miss Anna is <laughs> <laughs> subscribing herself to the idea of she's a woman <laughs> and wanted to be called as a woman so I think. It would be uh, more appropriate for Miss Anna to talk about it. Okay. Like I'll try my best. Like, like, yeah. What are the worst encounters of, um, in regards to sexual being sexual, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there are lots of problems about, uh, women's and labels yeah. and stereotypes in mm-hmm. this La La Land country, mm-hmm. but we're since we're talking about this specific issue first about women and sexuality. Like, what mm. are the worst encounters that you have experienced so, before? If I have to pick the worst one, mm-hmm. that would actually be some of my earliest memory mm-hmm. when it comes to, you know, my experience with my own sexuality. Mm-hmm. It actually, it was, I was probably like five or four okay. years old, you know, yeah. because, because I read somewhere that it's actually pretty normal for a kid mm-hmm. to experience, you know, sensations you know for example when they started rubbing and they start to explore their own body and and they found out that oh it feels nice when i touch okay. my genitals yeah. for example when you try to like uh feel yourself explore yes, yes. okay yeah it, it was not something corrupted or or bad at all because it was just a normal explorations of a kid because yep. a kid is curious and stuff right yes so That also happened to me actually. One times I was it's one of my earliest memory and it was also the one that has been very traumatic. Uh-huh. Okay. But uh, I found that if I touched it, like if I rubbed myself, I, that felt good. So mm-hmm. what I was doing was I was trying to do it, you know, like more and more and to learn how it was. Mm-hmm. But then my mom caught it. Ah. And because because I was sitting on my uh, tricycles. It's like a okay. small bicycle that little kid used to go everywhere but I was sitting on it and I was like you know rubbing myself and stuff uh-huh. but totally in an innocent way because as a kid I did not know what that was like what sensation okay. was that like, but you just felt good yeah but I knew mm. that felt good so okay it's like first time I ate chocolate and oh chocolate feels nice and I started eating more and more you know yeah yeah, yeah. same thing like I learned about that sensations but the way I felt like the way my caretaker at that time was my mom bless her like I love her but at the times she was not probably well equipped with information on how to deal with that when your kid you know does that so she, what she did was she just started panicking mm-hmm. and yelling at me okay. you know like like you you stop d- doing that like stop that stop that and she looked yeah, yeah. I can't disgusted, imagine you know and I was like I did not know what I was doing wrong like like okay but at the times I remember feeling like Like I remember feeling panic and I didn't know what to do, so I just stopped. Mm-hmm. And from then on, I learned. I was told that that's a very disgusting thing to do. Mm-hmm. And you know, but then again, as a child, 
you can't really be told that you're not supposed to do something when it feels good for you, you know? So what happened yeah, yeah. is I still did it, you know, without her knowing. And it went on and on and on until I was like in middle school and I started to put names on things, you know? That's, that's when I started to learn, oh, it's called masturbations and it was supposed to make you feel good. But then I still did not have healthy in our relationship quality because every time i did it i felt guilty as yeah. fuck <laughs> like guilty in a way that is quite harmful actually for my own you know mind and my and my personhood because i felt like okay i'm a i'm a sinner mm-hmm. i'm a disappointment for my parents and because as i as i grew older my mom kept telling me things like oh, you know, virginity is very important, you know, like your whole genital is very important because that's the only thing, not the only thing, but that's, that's the most important thing that you're going to offer to your future husband and whatnot. So yeah. I was like, I felt like I was not worthy for a husband at that time. But then I also thought, but it feels good, you know, I cannot deny it. And And the more I was told not to do it, the more my mind was like, just do it, just do it, you know, just yeah. do it, you know, the more I was, like, addicted, and, you know, I kept thinking about it, so it was not a, fel- a very healthy mindset to have, you know, especially when you're a teenager, so, yeah, I've come in a long way, you know, for me to, <laughs> to start accepting. You, you don't, you no longer feel that guilt anymore, right? Yeah, not okay. anymore, to some extent, but that is a long journey for me. Yeah, 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 that's um a case for you but there's also mm. another case for a lot of women out there yeah. that are even experiencing like worse reaction like when they mm-hmm. when their parents for example started to find out that their children like their daughters particularly mm-hmm. when they found out that their daughters are starting to like get satisfaction by feeling mm-hmm. themselves they mm-hmm. you know resort to like genital mutilation oh and you know i read in some places they like stitch the vagina so -hmm. like it doesn't have like you know a big opening so that you can yeah so that you cannot (laughs) put yeah so it it's only for peeing and then it will be opened when you are delivering the baby yeah so and then after that and, and then after that it's okay if you want to like uh leave it open like that um oh, it's God, it's just God, crazy God. yeah a lot of women well, are you know what the sad thing is i was also uh-huh. one of those babies and i was one of those female babies yeah because my but parents at least believe, you, you you're yeah, still lucky that thing, you know you, you're no you're still lucky that you can still like feel the sensation oh yeah yeah but then again maybe like they 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 miss like that one <laughs> they missed that one particular spot yeah, because they can't reach it you know like, yeah they, they forgot right it's not actually there it's a little bit inside so they forgot to cut it because i actually talked i talked to one of my like female friend before uh-huh, about uh-huh. this because uh-huh. she was not she, she she did not experience that right and she told mm-hmm. me like, it was easy for her to have like a clitoral yeah, orgasm yeah, you know? yeah, 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 but for yeah, me yeah. it was a bit challenging difficult you know because i have to locate it like very specifically you know because yeah okay it's just i don't know if it's tmi but i'm just gonna put it out there my clitoris is not outside at all so Mm -hmm. i have what's called 
like an inner. So there's like a two types of vagina, I think, like yeah. the outer and the inner. And mine is completely inner. Spit it so out. You have to, you know, so Educate you have to them. Dig it out and shit. Like you have to uh, yeah, yeah. properly locate it for you to be able yeah. to find it. But yeah. these I people are just making it. it. See, they are making it difficult for this yeah, for woman, woman to. to pleasure, like. Yeah. <laughs> and we have to give birth as well. Like, what the heck? <laughs> Yeah, true. Can we like That's, are we well, entitled to at least one source of pleasure? Yeah. <laughs> so like the other day, right? It was actually last week. I was scrolling down my Instagram feed, and then there's mm-hmm. this one person. The person was reposting a post from a well-known influencer. We're talking about an influencer with like 200k of followers, so it's quite a okay. lot. Yeah. Okay. Um. So this influencer, right? Let's call him. Um, <laughs> Albatross. I'm sorry, what? Albatross, you know? Okay. The bird. Okay. No, at, actually, he did He doesn't deserve to be called as an albatross. Let's find what is a dirty animal. I don't know, rat. <laughs> Rats are pretty yeah. dirty. Okay. So this rat, this rat, right? So okay. he he uploaded something. Uh, about women okay where he said that women should always obey the men because women <sighs> women it's no, no no the reason is even more triggering because okay. as someone who is created from a bent rip of the men you need to know Oof. your place what yeah what that's what he said Women are made from something that is bent, so it's like not perfect. So you need to know what? your place. Yeah, that's what he said. And in the comment <sighs> sections, right, there are a lot of people who are like, oh my God, so religious, bring me to God. What the fuck? <laughs> and then I just forwarded it to um, La La Land feminist account, I a see. prominent one. And then, okay. it be- and then it became a discussion there. And mm-hmm. then all my ladies are starting to like <laughs> storm in the comment section of that yeah. particular post. And then oh, it the was removed. Warriors. Yeah, and it was removed. I see. Within okay, like, that's a good thing it's removed. Yeah, within three hours. I see. Yeah, that's, because I feel like, you know, as long as we want to, you know, make light of the situations, I feel like both of us, or maybe some of the people who are, let's say, you know, socially progressive and, mm-hmm. you know, aware of the women's and gender issues. We are the minority here. Like, sure. majority of the people, and yes. the pe- especially people who are in control of social institutions, they are not exactly aware and exposed of it. And what they do is actually enforcing the bigotry, you know, through yeah. many regulations, actually. Sure, not sure. Just you know, comment sections or maybe like social media posts is just social media posts. But there are other, you know, norms that gets institutionalized as well, you know. Yeah, like, I mean, you cannot say that, well, it's on a private platform. It's like, it's okay, right, to be, um, you know, misogynist or like be patriarchal in like a private setting. No, you cannot be <laughs> patriarchal in your house and not yeah, be yeah. one when you go outside. It's yeah. something that you reflect when you sure. go outside as well, right? So if you are talking about patriarchy shit 
inside of your house mm. and your house is a breeding ground of these patriarchy values then mm. most likely what happens is when you go outside and you see a woman you're gonna perceive this woman as also lower than you that's true so it's yeah. total bullshit to like well we need to give him a space people are Literally, people are trying to defend him like, well, it's, it's Instagram. If you don't oh, like him, just don't God. open it. Yeah. First, no, it's a public yeah. account. That's a public there's account. There's nothing private about yeah. oppression, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not private. Yeah. And number two, like, this is literal people that have influence in the society. Mm-hmm. It has, like, yeah. 200k followers, okay? Mm-hmm. And most of it are, like, the, you know, young adults, teenagers, because... This person is basically, so Rat is basically uh, yeah. an actor that is, you know, mm-hmm. appearing actor. a lot. Yeah, he's okay. an actor that appears a lot on like um, La La Land's um, <laughs> television signature Joke. soap operas. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that kind of person. So like, <laughs> okay. And that's only one. I mean, like, we can talk about a lot of other influential figures from la la land that are yeah. also equally disgusting equally mm. misogynist and yeah. you know very 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 conservative and bigoted mm-hmm. and i feel like that kind of mindset translates into many things like behaviors yeah and yeah, also, yeah yeah you know, behaviors like what mom did to me like it's it's, it's not like she's completely evil you know because yeah. i believe she was also thought in that way so she did sure. not know any better. Like she was not aware that's not something that you should be ashamed of when your kids are doing it because it's natural, you know. Like mm-hmm. women also has the capacity to feel sexual needs and stuff, and they also have the right, you know, more importantly, to explore that. Yeah, and now that I'm older, I feel like I'm lucky enough, you know, to be exposed to friends and also beliefs that is more healthy for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so, so now I'm I can proudly say that I'm a sexually active woman and I've had several sexual relationships before. You know, not just the one within uh you know monogamous relationships. I've yep. been I've had several or oh, several like yep. tongue fucked by this before and and I also I'm also someone who believes that sexual attractions and emotional attachment are not necessarily the same thing. So True. I learned throughout my adult life that it can be two separate things. So I stepped into that and I tested myself that, oh, I'm actually capable of, you know, having sex with someone without necessarily falling in love with them. Oh, because, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's it just, for, I know some people, some other people don't believe in that. But I found out for me, like, personally, totally, I am capable. Yeah, yeah, it's I'm totally capable something that are that. possible to be done. Mm-hmm. To separate like the lust and love, yeah, affection yeah. from love and affection from lust is totally different things. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they dif- they feel different, but I think the satisfaction can also be equally good. Mm-hmm, that's true. And uh, referring back to us being the minority, right? That's mm-hmm. also the reason why we have to do this podcast anonymously. Because true. <laughs> yeah, because if we are not. If we were not living in La La Land, we don't have to like do this shit. I mean, come on, who wants to yeah. like hide their identity? But this is necessary, it's guys. Things, guys. It's serious we things. Can, yeah, you you can be jailed. I can be jailed. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like... True, true, true. 
Um, so yeah, that's that's why we have to like keep it private, keep it like mm-hmm. our identity under the radar because we just don't want to. Um, it's not that we are jeopardized our yeah, lives. <laughs> yeah, but we also have to like save and protect our ourselves. That's true. And yeah. I think this is like the best balance between like being able to share what we want to talk about but mm-hmm. at the same time also protect ourselves that's true okay so um moving on we also have to like talk about how so that was in the sexual relationship well but well i think it's also still related um how women are always also taught um you know told to like they have to act weak They have to be like, mm, let yeah. the man take control and show off yeah. his power in a relationship yeah. for it to work or else it's not gonna, you know, last long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I think it's still related to the sexual stuff because the sexually active woman, like, the, not, not only sexually active, I mean, you can be sexually active but submissive, but mm-hmm. we're more highlighting on these sexually active but also aggressive women Mm. Right? They're they're yeah, labeled the aggressive yeah. is like they are, you know, it's coined by it's a man, pro- I think. Yeah, it's problematic. <laughs> they are yeah. uh let's just say sexually active and more dominant. Ha- dominant women <laughs> are portrayed in a negative light. Like they're going mm-hmm, to be called mm-hmm. as slut, right? Yeah, right. And I just don't find it actually um comfortable. Mm-hmm. For me to like call someone a slut, mm-hmm. I mean like, but these people literally do that to all the women that are actually active and dominant, mm-hmm. and that's a lot of. There's a lot of conversations that are breeding this kind of mindset. That's why they're always like mm-hmm. secluded in campuses. So, uh, Miss Anna and I, mm-hmm. we went to the same um university, right? Yeah. And we were we were lucky enough to be placed in a faculty that are more progressive in comparison to others. Mm-hmm. But like we're not gonna name names, right? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure people are, you know, starting yeah. to get to know. But in other places, in other faculties, I mean, and I was also having some experience from other mm-hmm. faculties because I mm-hmm. transferred major la from one faculty to another mm-hmm. faculty, <laughs> and. And the culture shock. Yeah, there was a cultural shock. And I can like say this woman who looked slutty, right? Like not even mm-hmm. look, she they don't, don't even have to behave slutty, just like from the way they dress, they will automatically mm-hmm. be secluded. Mm-hmm. Like the girls, the girls they're going to call them slutty. And the boys mm-hmm. they they also will like um seclude them but at the same time talk about her like fantasize about her behind the yeah back. yeah oh god that's yeah that's, that's disgusting <laughs> um so yeah it's a tough uh challenge for women in mm-hmm. la la land yeah but i also feel like it's also a tough challenge for men when you're also expected to be in charge when in yeah. fact maybe some men are more comfortable you know to be let on because i've met some Yeah, Guys to be to be like, like it's a burden, you know. To be like uh, submissive, to be like flamboyant to a certain yeah. extent, to be like feminine. Having those feminine yeah. traits are, you know, someone oh, just perceived as inferior. You know? Yes, it's, bad, you know? it's perceived it as a weakness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I think we're we're gonna we're gonna talk about that specifically in another episode. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I can share I can share my my experience on that issue. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, specifically for today, right? Since since Miss Miss Anna, <laughs> okay, guys, you need to understand. It's really hard, right, to not mention the name of Miss Anna. Every time I I'm actually struggling. I want to leave. Yeah. yeah. Every time I'm struggling, that's actually because I wanted to mention the name but like I need I remember, okay, cannot, cannot. Okay. So I need to like I, I need to like go back to like the setting of this is Miss Anna I'm talking about. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, continuing on like the uh, sexually active one. So let's just leave those stereotypes behind mm. and let's just dive into like the more serious part of the topic mm-hmm. well um so what is like your uh preference actually you have thought about this you have progressed mm-hmm. from like uh the girl who has been exploring a lot not in mm-hmm. only not only on like monogamous relationship but like mm-hmm. in like a context of open and you know well, yeah. yeah open relationship and you know with like uh people you met randomly well, so let's just say people i met on the internet yeah people we people we know from the applications mm-hmm, the yeah yeah uh so like uh i was actually going to ask but like you already <laughs> spilled it so like i'm pretty taken like hopefully maybe not want... taken for granted anymore yeah. <laughs> but so maybe i want to ask like What made you decided to like leave this availability of option to go around <laughs> to like spread your uh... your wings and decided to be committed to a man because I don't know I just think it's a difficult thing for an alpha woman like Miss Anna to be committed in a relationship because a lot of women are told to be the weaker one in the relationship in order for it to work because if they become the alpha woman right or they are the alpha woman then the relationship is not going to last long and yeah the man is going to feel inferior and something like that that's also the problem i think with uh you know the perceived normal relationships in this society that we live in yes 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 especially when a woman enter a relationship she's supposed to lose her sense of True. self and she's supposed to derive all of her source of fulfillment and self actualizations into the relationships like yes. she is no longer her own person when she enters a relationship because with the relationship comes a lot of responsibilities and expectations and i think that's what makes women who are just naturally adventurous afraid mm-hmm. And yeah. they feel like, oh, I have commitment issue. When actually, it's not that you have commitment issue. It's just the way society defines yes. commitment is very problematic. You know? Yes. Yeah. It's it's just the same with like how feminine guys thinks it's problematic, while it's not. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. because the society is shaping and make it look like it's a problem. Mm-hmm. But it's, well, in fact, it's it's fine. Like it's obviously not. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're a feminine guys, okay, you can have more options of clothings. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you can like, yeah, you can like go to the women's section and bought some, you know, clothes, and you can yeah. still also go to the guys section and get more clothes. So like, for me, it's a win. Yeah, it's just clothing for God's sake. Like, 
What's so harmful about having yeah, more options? Yeah, a lot of people are actually right? finding it problematic when some guys are wearing like you know uh, floral, even floral shirts. Right? It's considered yeah. to be feminine. Let alone let alone guys who are you know bringing like handbags, woman handbags. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I sometimes bring women hair handbags because they store a lot of space, so yeah. like I can put a lot of things. It's just more practical, right? Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah, I guess that's why I enjoy like buying outers or like accessories mm-hmm. from like the women section. Mm-hmm. So, since then, like I chose to deny this. Uh, since I felt the benefit, I chose to deny mm-hmm. all of these like criticisms and like mm-hmm. people talking about like ah, it's for women, you shouldn't be wearing that. I, I mean, see. like I don't care all as long as right? yeah, as long as it's beneficial for me, as long as it mm-hmm. enjoys me, then I will still use it. Hello, everyone. Mrs. Robinson here. You've come to the end of Bitches Be Chatting's second episode. The next episode will still be the continuation of what's supposed to be the first episode of this podcast, but since it's way too long, we have to divide it into four episodes. So stay tuned and I'll see you in the next episode. Mwah!